I'm just like, hey, I'm an investigative <laughs> podcaster now. Everything's dramatic. <laughs> um, the setup is so perfect. I know. It is. It was a snowy day in February. Now you're trying to. Uh, <laughs> you were already there. You don't need okay. to adjust. All right. We want to give a special thanks to our sponsor, Rode Microphones. Rode is an Australian-based audio equipment company with a great U.S. support team that makes quality consumer and professional microphones and accessories. Here at Two Weird Camera Beards, Tom and I use a Rodecaster Pro mixer and Rode pod mics to record each episode. If you're interested in Rode audio equipment, Midwest Photo is an authorized reseller, and you can find their products by visiting mpex.com and searching Rode. That's M-P-E-X dot com. Search R-O-D-E. And a special thanks to Ray Sherlow. Ray wrote the music that we use for the show. It's the song Try a Little Harder from his album Forward Facing. If you dig his music like I do, check out the link in the show notes. Thanks, Ray. Congratulations to our new sponsor, Canon, who launched their new EOS R3 mirrorless camera this week. Curious about this awesome new body from Canon? Check out our YouTube channel in the show notes and watch our first look and review on the EOS R3 as we test its new autofocus vehicle detect and 30 frames per second burst rate. Midwest Photo is an authorized reseller of Canon equipment and you can find out more or purchase gear at mpex.com and search Canon. This episode is going to be about Midwest Photo and its past. Yes. Um, And there are a lot of holes in that story. Yeah. There may be things that we're filling in from, you know, what Just we have conversations heard, and, and yeah. stories may have seemed differently to some people than others. All of that to say, we're not saying this is the complete truth yeah. of Midwest photos, or even history. just the complete story. There, we could yeah. just have little parts and pieces. Yeah, um, and we're honored to know the history that we do know, and we're, yeah. let's let's talk about that today. Let, uh, let's 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 let apostrophe s let us let's mm-hmm. talk about that yeah like how i did that yeah english man <laughs> it's wild okay so let's get started um on the history of midwest who done it so from my understanding it was a guy named bernie that started the whole thing okay and it was he was uh, from my understanding a philosophy professor at osu the was into photography and was slowly growing a business and then got his students involved with that business. Mm -hmm. And then things kind of went haywire. Got it. And there were kind of, uh, there was Columbus Camera Group and then Midwest Photo and they just had different goals from what I understand. Okay. And the people kind of split and went to those different spots. And then here we are at Midwest Photo, and Columbus Camera Group is, I think that it's still active on eBay. There's still some used stuff being sold by my mm-hmm. old boss, John, because mm-hmm. I worked at Columbus Camera Group. Um, yeah. yeah. So my side of the history, that's really, I think it's kind of cool that us, that you and I are talking about Yeah. the history of Midwest Photo. Because you started in the old shop. I started, I, so... Your history begins where with, my history doesn't. My history only begins with knowing where Stu came from. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> I think we can probably extract some truth from this. Stu was likely one of his students, right? Yeah. 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 I think Stu and Jim and John and then uh, I believe Eric was his son, Bernie's son. Got it. 
That makes I think. Sense. Okay. I don't know. That's that where sense. it gets fuzzy. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it, I don't know the relationship between all of those people. Yeah. And how that kind of sifted out, but. Yeah. The train. A historic. It seemed louder than. It does usual, seem louder. You right? guys I don't know if it's picking it up. I'm sure they're going to hear that one. That one's, I can hear it myself. So, um, yeah. scooting and go, tooting. Going back to this. Um, so, your history begins somewhere where mine doesn't, which is Stu found his, like, founded his company. So how I understand it and the story that I have heard is that Stu, um, wherever that division began, mm-hmm. Stu began operating standalone in his basement. Probably with Jim, though, right? Yes, with Jim. Yeah. Jim Jim came along with him, and Jim and Stu operated selling used equipment for students out of the basement. Yeah. Um, this uh, quote-unquote lore has existed for as long as I can remember and is backed yeah. up by the current generation of Apple Bombs who remember, like Josh and Moisha tell me often, you know, I remember in the basement crawling over oh, yeah. camera boxes. Yeah. And so I, I know I that. I think that that was their after-school activity was like yeah. coming to, which, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, that's cool. So um, beyond that, uh, I know that that happened in the late 80s and then by the early 90s, um, Midwest had established itself at 3313 North High Street, Columbus, Ohio, which is the fixture that most original Midwest photo uh, shoppers remember. The rickety floors, yeah, the ever-changing floor plan. The At one time, the space that was the offices on the second half of the building, so there was like a division of the building where you used to be able to go into lighting and rentals, but they cut that off and made those into offices. But before they were any of those, huh. Midwest photo operated a gallery. Where what? yes, so Abdi showed his imagery here. They had track lighting put in for no showing way. showing off work from Stu or Abdi or whomever was shooting and wanted to display their work. Yeah, in a true community sense of wanting to offer a space for these. Is artists. that that's where like is is that also like. Is that why they expanded across High Street with the learning studio and like that, that little it, space? That didn't come until the 2010s. Sure, but like, was that the same idea of like showing off local photographers' work and stuff and a way to engage with the community in that yeah, way? Yeah, learning studio was definitely a way to get engage with the community for okay. sure. Um, the, oh, that was the learning studio back then. Well, well across sort the of. street. Yeah, because I also heard that blown. that was also kind of the conference room too. For it was. It was photo. It was after I left. They started holding meetings over there. Um, okay. The 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 environment became a bit more professional and a lot less small businessy. Sure. Um, it and, became a little bit more organized, I guess. Right? And I think, and I yeah, it became a little bit more organized. And the organization sense of the business has always stemmed from Moisha Applebaum, yeah. who is our current owner and, that pre- makes and sense. president. Moisha is, you know, I have worked alongside Moisha for a number of years, and I can tell you that Moisha is always looking for a solution which involves technology to make jobs easier. That is, sure. of, of anything, he's very good at that. And so Moisha actually developed the company's first electronic point of sale system. Oh, Yes. <laughs> Which did not exist at Columbus Camera Group right. for me. And it didn't exist at Midwest Photo for quite some time because they were writing hand tickets. There's yeah, even, Josh, uh, we have hand tickets to say Midwest Photo Exchange, which is our old name at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, we're no longer Exchange. We're just Midwest Photo now. Um, but Moisha brought the inventory system into the digital age. He brought the point of sale into the digital age. And I actually found in the Wayback Machine this week, because I wanted to do some research for this episode, um, 
Oh, when you did, looked at the, at the old website and stuff? When did we start a website? Oh. As far as I can tell, Moisha Applebaum was running the website as a teenager, complete with a Moisha's list of specials. What? Which people would have to call in. As e- a teenager. Or email in order. Yeah, I mean, he's not making, I mean, I'd have to do the math. I have to imagine he's, he's at least 19. I could be wrong there. That's crazy. But- Again, I'll have to do That's the math. That's so cool. But the earliest website that I could identify for Midwest Photo was 1996. That's nuts. <laughs> I wasn't. That's nuts. I was just logging onto AOL, probably in 98 or 99. Yeah. <laughs> I barely remember Windows 95. Yeah. So Moisha was actually developing MPEX.com in 96, which blows my mind. If you look at the website in the way back, how old machine, was he then? That's what I have to figure out. I don't Because that's bonkers. Yeah, that is absolutely... Bonkers. Where's my, where's my button? Bonkers. Bonkers. Yeah. So to find this site in the Wayback Machine was really cool because it, it allowed me to see old staff member names. Like there was a whole section where it was like, we only have one email. So yeah. when you email us about what product you want, make sure you address in the subject line. If you want large format and darkroom, oh it's Jim. Gosh. If you want lenses, it's Stu. If you want this, it's this person. You if made you, the like, yeah. oh my gosh, the divvying up of, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like uh, you needed like a, a secretary or some sort of like email operator to just connect you to the person. And so who guess, oh my gosh. guess who game came That's in, a nightmare. But guess who came into the game in 94? Marty McCutcheon. Yeah. And she shored up, you know, you know, Marty, she, Marty worked here for since 94 and she, uh, left us, uh, last year for, uh, you know, another job. She wanted to you know, spread her wings, but she had worked for us for almost three decades at that point. Um, at, like a year ago, not, yeah, not right. back. Yeah. Okay. So Marty, Marty was the one who came in and, you know, made sure that Stu was organized and that, you know, things were getting filed and, and voices were getting paid and things like that. So yeah. Marty was that centralized hub for crazy. for some time, I have to assume. I can't imagine setting up like an accounts receivable system <laughs> in those days. Like, <laughs> oh, what do you even do? What do you do? And get yourself a pencil and a book. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. So... That just gave me like a headache. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Thinking oh. about how old our website impacts. Do you have Do you have just... a like a concrete like start time to like when Midwest Photos started? No. The year has always that I have used in marketing language uh, that has been told to me is 1989. Okay. Was when operations began. Not necessarily when Midwest Photo sure. was named, but. Okay. Um, I I know an 89 Bill and Mike's. Um, I was going to say existed. when what. Does that refer to Bill and Mike's? Uh, our current operation. So it, those who don't know, um, Midwest Photos uh, is a DBA, and we're doing business as Midwest Photo. Our LLC name is Bill and Mike's Camera. Uh, Bill and Mike are the grandparents of Stu Applebaum, our founder, uh, mm-hmm. and Moisha's dad. Uh, he named the business after his uh, grandparents. Um, Bill and Mike's. Is there a meaning to that? Camera. Did those two were those two people like heavily influencing like those two like uh, Stu with photography or anything? I don't know. That's that's a gap in my knowledge that I'm I'm not sure. I'd be very curious to ask him about. Because hmm. um, we do see Stu every now and then. He stops by and says hi to Josh and and Moisha, and um, he's enjoying the retired life now after he yeah. sold the business to to Moisha. I enjoy his holla. 
Oh my gosh. If you ever, oh my gosh. I don't know if any of you are going to be able to get the chance, but uh, challah is a, um, a bread that's uh, enjoyed in the Jewish community and Stu Applebaum makes the best. It's so good. It's so good. I, I just had a conversation with Stu and Josh because I was like, this is so good. Can I, how do I, can I have more? And Josh called Stu and I was like, I want to do something nice in return. And yeah. And both Moisha and Josh gave me ideas, but they were also like, <laughs> don't go too far because he'll feel bad. Like, <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to make, I want to basically give him a treat for giving me yeah. a treat, like return the favor kind of thing. Yep. So, um, I, uh, that's pretty much what I know about Midwest. I'll tell you how I fit into the history here. Um, in 2009 or 2010, I was a hungry, uh, college student looking for a job and I begged Ken Lewis for one and he was generous enough to give me a shot. And, um, it's the best move Ken Lewis has ever done. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I started, I, uh, I learned real fast. I got up to speed on things. I worked hard. I worked up, um, and then eventually, I, I I needed to I needed to break free and do my own thing for a while. So I did, and I left for five years, and I came back, um, and now I've been here for about three, I think. Hmm. Um, but it's an interesting transition to see because I left when I was in the old store. Um, I left at thirty three thirteen North High Street. Um, when the learning studio was just being filled with students and Matt Marash had and just come on board. And that's the space across the street. Yep. And okay. Matt Marash had just come on board. Um, hmm. Was he teaching classes right from the get-go? I, no? Not to my knowledge. Maybe lighting classes, but I can't remember. I don't have a whole lot of knowledge after I left for that period of time. But um, it was really interesting to see the transition because in 2014, as I was leaving, the company was being sold. It was Moisha bought the company. Stu was planning on retiring. And so I knew that I would see the exit of Stu and the entry of Moisha. And I saw that uh, just before I left. And then I came back and it's a whole new building. You guys moved in 2016 mm -hmm. um, to a space three times the size I've measured. So this building is three times. I saw you out there with the tape measure. I was wondering <laughs> what you were doing. Um, so in 2016, uh, we moved buildings because we needed the space. And now we're finding the space is uh, getting a little cramped for us even now. So yeah. we're, uh, Midwest is is growing still. It's incredible yeah, it's, to see after after all these years that we're still managing to find a way to grow. It's insane, too, that Midwest Photo was able to grow through that change in ownership because I feel like that doesn't that doesn't frequently happen with small businesses either. Nope. Yeah. Nope. I think it, I think it probably is easier when it, it stays within a family, but it doesn't always succeed. I so don't know, man. There's some, I've seen screwed up family. Th I mean, yeah, I've seen some, I've seen some stuff fail and I've seen some stuff succeed. And it's yeah. really good to see that this business is part of the small percentage that succeeds. Yeah. Um, definitely. What was, what's the thing that you miss most about the old building? So I always like, um, I always like telling stories about the basements to to younger employees because they don't know if I'm screwing with them or not. Yeah, like they. It's like it's I, like I the was, high school kid telling the freshman that the pool's on the third floor exactly. of the building. Then there's only two floors because some of the crazy stuff that we would witness in a hundred year old building, like it's sometimes unbelievable. It's yeah. truly unbelievable. So to give you an idea, I can give you this information now. There's no like security, whatever. The building that was at 3313 North High Street that was utilized by Midwest Photo was actually two retail spaces with a wall knocked out to make it 
one retail space. Okay. That means everything that happened underneath that retail space also needed to be unified. But those two retail spaces had three basements. That's that's crazy. A really hard thing to explain three to three basements? Yes. So the primary building had one basement, the secondary retail space had another basement, and then there was a third basement that I can only describe as being carved out of the crust of the earth. Uh, <laughs> that's insane so you would go downstairs from it for those who remember the sales floor at 3313 when you first walk in on your left would be the front sales register but right behind that wall of memory cards and batteries was a staircase that you go down into and it would be the first basement and the first basement was absolutely the largest from the third basement in the middle of the floor of the third basement there was an opening that was like I said, they had to knock out the wall, so pretty much it looked like the Hulk had crashed through a cinder block wall. That's the best way to describe Whoa. it. Whoa! There was like there were there was a frame there to keep it from collapsing, but you could see like the crumbled cinder block. That's nuts. Um, to go into the second basement. Now the second basement was a long formation. We kept a lot of lighting and bags down there, as well as inks and papers. Huh. Um, but there was also this really interesting um, part of the second basement that was this corner that had a giant metal filing cabinet. And this is the one thing that I told Anna Camphouse this week, and she was like, "That, that doesn't sound real." But at the same time, it sounds real. Um, the metal filing cabinet people would call. And they say, hey, is Jim there? Jim's not here. Hey, well, do you have a Linhoff yellow dot offset number zero lens board? Yeah. And I'd say, what? <laughs> yeah. And everybody in the building would say, what? But Jim spoke that language yeah. because he did the large format at the in like the original operations of the business. Mm -hmm. So Jim would hustle himself downstairs, go to the metal filing cabinet, and you'd, you could watch him do this. He'd be like, all right, Linhoff yellow dot offset. Uh, grab a filing drawer pull out a lens board got it and you know exactly where they are like mm -hmm. and there were thousands of lens boards sure just unbelievable so and then you'd go down and you'd try to do the same thing and he's like that's a sign arc what the <laughs> heck are you doing with your life um so then there was the third basement and the third basement it was i don't know how to describe it the 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 stairs were a little rickety mm. it, it was cold and i'm almost sure you could see some dirt poking through the wall oh yeah yeah so but three that's, yeah that's some, some that's people some don't the, that's, some people don't believe me when i say three basements yeah go in the third basement that's some of the that's similar to what i miss about the old ccg church yeah uh columbus camera groups church like i were i started there just straight out of college i think it was even my senior year of college and it had kind of a similar basement it had two it was in an old church building and it had two staircases, uh, the main kind of entrance to the camera store. And then there was like an offshoot one where we would do like, where that's like, that was the main entrance for the actual church that would have been there. other Like if it was a church with the grand staircase and all that stuff. And that's where we used to like load nine foot seamless <laughs> rolls and like anything that couldn't turn on a dime. Nice. Uh, camera stands, all that stuff. And, uh. The basement was crazy. Kaylee, who works here now, yeah, I worked with her. She worked in that basement for how I don't know how many years, but it was, it was not. 
it was not a finished basement. No, uh, no. But there was, I don't know, I, I I was down there testing lights, rewiring keg or Fresnel lights Jeez. down there. I was doing all kinds of stuff. I wore, like, before even, co- like, I don't know. I knew which masks they were talking about at the beginning of COVID because I had to wear those because of the asbestos. Oh, my uh, gosh. The, with the old lighting, they would have uh, insulation on the wires that was asbestos because it wouldn't melt, oh essentially. Gosh, that's crazy. would be like a heat shield. But there was like bins of like lens boards and stuff. Kaylee was kind of that person at our shop yeah. that knew all of the large format things. That's so crazy. And then I would be the guy that would be like, oh, no, you need a Dyna light speed ring rather than a Speedatron speed whatever. But, yeah, lots of things that exploded and all that stuff. Um. It was kind of a cool, a cool spot though, because like I mean, I when we shifted gears and moved from the old church to a smaller location, like I got like my boss let me redesign the logo. Like I did a bunch of like you I designed st- the CCG logo. The yeah, and it's still it's still up on a website. That logo I designed. Um, That's clean, Tom. Thanks, and we like i don't know it was there was a lot of freedom to try things and like i went to school for it was a design minor so i had experience with it but not many places are going to be like yeah you're three years in design the logo for our business (laughs) as it's shifting gears and you're the lighting guy but yeah i got to do blog posts and stuff and it was it was fun did were you aware of the nickname that college students had for ccg the church of broken cameras yes yeah okay oh yeah we we were well aware of it like we were like yeah bring it back if it doesn't work but (laughs) you're you know that you're getting a good deal from us as well that was the um i think one of the first bits of advice i got for photo gear from a from a college instructor he said all right so you can these midwest photo there's the church of broken cameras um and i'm trying to i think there was another place cord was gone by that point um but uh, I just remember thinking, Church of Broken Cameras. And I asked him, and he's like, yeah, yeah, don't buy your cameras there. Buy your life stands there. <laughs> well, and, like, I don't think much has changed yeah. since. Like, I mean, you get a K1, like, Pentax K1000 now, and it's like, yeah, that it's 60 years old. It can, yeah, it could end any day now. Like, you know yeah. what you're, I don't know. We were well aware of what we were kind of doing. And we were, I think back in the day, Mid, you guys at Midwest Photo, you guys were the polished kind of like you guys had a <laughs> storefront on High Street. You weren't like I you I'm sure that you didn't have to give directions like, oh yeah, we're on Blake Avenue, but it's actually more on like whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yes, we are in an old church building. Yes, I know it's called Columbus Camera Group. We're not a club, we're a camera store. <laughs> like we're like you guys didn't have to navigate that. And I think that there were times when you guys would say oh this is ccg stuff that you've got here just go across the street down there we don't want any of it and so we would like we would see what we could come up with with it so yeah, yeah. all right let's take a little break here before we <laughs> before we get into uh some of the people that may have come from us uh from ccg like tom here and some of the people who may have come from other businesses like cord like Sunny. oh yeah so let's take a little break for our sponsors and then we'll be back and talk about that yeah don't say it like that <laughs> and welcome back guys we're going to talk more about uh some folks that came from other camera stores that joined us here at midwest photo is that right kevin 
Uh, yeah, I want to talk about some of the people who have been here a long, long time and some of the people who... Um, You're kind of in that boat a little bit. You had a little sidestep side <clears throat> there in the middle. Yeah. You're kind of a sidestep Oreo. It's <laughs> a sidestep Oreo. It's like a sandwich. Like you're sandwiched with Midwest photo, and then in the middle, there's a little nice bag uh, cream filling. <laughs> you made it sound like a dance. <laughs> you doing that sidestep Oreo? Dude. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, okay, so let's talk about the people who are like the 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 long. I don't want to say long haulers because that's a thing now with COVID. But what does that even mean? A long hauler, like a person who's in it for the long run. I'm from Pickwin. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The um, the career folk here, the people who have mm. really established their careers here at Midwest Photo, I'd say that have spent the longest time here. Ken, okay. Ken, our VP, Ken Lewis. Well, I'm sorry. Let's start at the top. Moish Applebaum, our yep. president. Been working here since you're like 17. Yeah. Um, I think I even have some, I think I could probably dig up some photos of annoyed teenage Moisha in the North High Street shop working the uh, cannon counter. Yeah. But I'll have to. Probably giving his brother Josh a noogie at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Moisha's been working here since he was 17. He's now uh, in his 40s and he's the president. Mm. Um, Ken Lewis, who's the VP here, started out as the sales floor manager. Did he? Yeah. Well, he started cool. as a sales floor manager here. Prior to that, he was a, a, a high-ranking individual at uh, Cord Camera, which is a camera store for those who shot uh, in Columbus around the 80s and 90s. Yeah. It was a giant uh, a chain. He's of, got uh, cord, some cord funny Illinois. stories yeah. with that, too. So Ken, King, Ken came from us from Cord, as did a lot of our staff. Um, cord was... Uh, it was know, big. I think I can say this now. Cord was big, and they fell hard. Um, and in doing so, they left uh, em- a wake of employees uh, just everywhere in the photo specialty realm here in Columbus without a job. And so yeah. a lot of them transitioned to something they were comfortable with in another business that was similar. And some of them transitioned out of the photo industry. Those, yeah. those who stayed in the photo industry, a lot of them came to us. Um, so Ken Lewis, Sonny Jones, who is our Canon specialist now, has been with us for... 13 years, I believe. I think you're right. 13 years, and he came from Cord. He was a salesperson at Cord. Uh, Casey Stewart, who's our used sales manager, was a lab tech at um, Cord and met his wife, Steph, there. Um, let's see, who else? Uh, Mark Bill. Bill came from Cord Camera. Our uh, operations our, manager. Our operations manager came from Cord Camera. Um, and I'm trying to remember. You're going to say Mark, right? I don't know if Mark came from Cord or if he came from Click. Um, oh yeah, because Mark Mark has had a career. I think both. I think he's worked at both. Yeah. So Mark Muller, who's our purchasing manager, he has worked at a few different camera stores and has several. I mean, he's well plugged into the world of photo, of the photo industry and the yeah. people who have careers here. Um, and then Kaylee came from Kaylee came from Columbus CCG. Camera Group. You came from Columbus Camera Group. Is there any other CCG folks here? You know what? I don't think so. Um, oh, Marty! Marty came from. Did she? She didn't come from Cord, did she? No, Marty was okay. not in the photo industry. Okay. Um, Cody Hart, our Sony and video oh, specialist, yeah. hails from Texas and uh, the great camera store there in Austin, Precision Camera. Um, shout out to to Greg and those guys over there. They're a great bunch. If you ever are shopping, sh- shopping, shopping locally. 
and uh, the Austin area, make sure you hit up Precision. They're a great store. Yeah. And then Persephone came from, oh, what's the Michigan? Procam. Procam. Yep. yep. So and how we have uh, Persephone Mitchell who's working. I had us. them start very close to each other. <laughs> and Procam and Precision, I was, was yep. kind of jumbled a little bit. So there. We, we, we get people from every corner, whether they've come from the photo. We have some folk who have never been in the photo industry. Um where did, did Adam come from anything photo related? Uh, no, Adam actually uh, was working in. I'm, I'm, I know that he had done a lot of work in the aquarium industry. Yeah, um, yeah. He's I think really, you're if right. you ever need some aquarium advice, Adam Slane is. I didn't man. know if there was any like middle thing, like step between that and this. But no, no. Um, I met I met Kat Adam in uh, college course. Uh, him and I were in the same. Class, oh really? And I asked him if he was interested in a job. Did he have the big old mustache that he had? No. Nope. That I that I've seen in that tin type. Nope. No. He did not. No. He was. Uh, we were both bare shaven. I think at that time, no beards or mustaches. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we we do have some people who have n- not been in the photo industry. Um, T.J. Hansen, who's our rentals manager. Um, he yeah. was like in restaurant. Yeah, he was in yeah. the food industry and did some catering. Um, he actually, funny enough, uh, was one of the servers at our VP's uh, wedding. So Ken Lewis, when he got married, TJ was actually one of the servers at his uh, oh reception. Um, and yeah, that was uh, that was really funny to learn about. Um, and they recognized each other like when he started here. I think from they, that? I think they had like an inkling that they had bumped into each other at one okay. point in time. You can't uh, you can't forget TJ. Like there's it, I think you pro- an, when you're a server though at a reception at a wedding, I think he would tone that TJness down. I don't know. <laughs> he was also younger, so I'm also guessing that that what, he may not have been able to it's almost yeah. like a young snake is more dangerous than an adult <laughs> snake because it's releasing the venom all at once. <laughs> but uh and yeah. then Steph and Ethan both came from IKEA, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Yeah. You know? So wild. And then me, I um I that where's that sandwich filling from? Yeah, so <laughs> prior to Midwest, I hadn't worked at a camera store. In fact, I had never worked in sales in my life. <laughs> yeah, and so that's why whenever I tell the story, except I'd, for Starbucks, uh, that's Sling, not sales, slinging coffees, you know, slinging fraps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, you gonna come in on that happy hour? Yeah, um, the, the frappy hour. Um, yeah, no, that's why I make a big deal of it when I talk about Ken Lewis hiring me because he hired a salesperson with virtually no sales experience, which was a huge risk at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I learned. Yeah. He taught me, and I learned. So um, I'm grateful for that. Uh, that All of that to say that when you if, – if we ever hire again, we open up our, our hiring and to, to bring on more staff, which we will because oh, yeah. we're growing, um, don't, don't be – intimidated if you want to apply um i'll give you an example nick in our warehouse oh my gosh dude he makes me feel like uh. i it blew my mind yesterday okay so first i need to tell you about nick he is a young man who is just oozing talent the dude can shoot and ambition is ambition talent he's got crazy creative ideas and like just his philosophy on the world is really cool. Um, he knows a lot about film and he knows a lot about film cameras more so than me. And it's scary because the other day I asked him, I said, Nick, how long have you been shooting? And he sat there and he thought, and he was like, yeah, I mean, I took some photo courses in, in um, <laughs> high school and everything, which makes sense. Cause you know, he's how old is he? Early twenties. Um, no, I think earlier than twenties. No, he is in his early twenties. 
He's 19. No, I thought he was 21. He's 19. Oh, my gosh. He's 19, dude. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, well, now I'm even more floored because yeah. this 19-year-old is talking circles around me about film cameras, and I asked him when he had started, and he said, mm, I think in 2020. Mm-hmm. And I said, you've learned all of this in a year? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just – that blows my mind. Yep. He, he took He took the pandemic – and he took that time instead to learn where a lot of people were doing like other things. Like he really drove it home when it came to like learning about film cameras yeah. during the pandemic. So kudos. To yeah. Him. It blows my mind every time I'm like, but I, I, I shoot the breeze. Like I had a similar Mamiya, uh, 645 setup that he's got and I'll shoot the breeze and I'm like, wait a minute. He's 19. Yeah. Hole up. Hole up. <laughs> um, so all of that to say, Nick, Nick came to us, with a lot of great recommend like letters of recommendation and a solid application and everything. But Nick didn't have any experience in a warehouse, nor does he have one in a camera store. And yet now he's working here and Yeah. Doing a great job. Doing an awesome job. Yeah. So um since I mentioned it, I do want to talk about growth a little bit. Um mm. we grew in twenty sixteen to a size building that was appropriate. Yeah. Uh, I think three times the size was aspirational for us, but now we're four years at five years after the fact, half a decade into this new building. Yeah. What does this look like for us? Tom, are you feeling a little claustrophobic these days? <laughs> uh, <laughs> bumping in, get, losing a little bit of elbow room. Things are getting tight. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk about that. I, you know, I didn't know that I wanted to talk about this until we got to this point, but you know the, what's funny? What's Can, that? Before you move into wherever you're going with yeah, this, yeah, I have yeah, no yeah. idea. But um, I I remember, I forget who it was. I think it was Casey telling me that when he and I think Sonny and somebody else came, maybe Moisha came over to look at the building, and Casey and Sonny looked at each other, and they're like, what are we going to do with all of this space? <laughs> and now we look at it, and we're like, we need more. Like, we very clearly need more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we very much need more, but it's really interesting to see that, that, you know, five, six years ago, they were saying, what are we going to do with all this space? Yeah. Now we're bursting at the seams. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think that they saw it as like an intimidating, like we better like hustle to like make this like ours and make it like, we want to keep this essentially. Yeah, for sure. Keep hold of this. We want to be able to have a parking lot that houses more than what? Three cars. (laughs) Yeah. On a non-trash day. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Or a shipment day. Yeah. We would get containers back there and have to bring all that stuff down the stairs. Oh, yeah. Um, so where does that leave us now in terms... I said we were growing, but what does that mean? Um, for those who aren't aware or have entered our learning studio or have seen any part of our business, we actually operate another company at this point as Midwest Photo called MPEX Distribution. Oh, we're going into that? I do want to touch base on it. People know about it. People know That's that M- MPEX Distribution exists. It is a it is a sister company to Midwest Photo. Um, it operates inside the four walls that is Midwest Photo. And you may see a lot of shipments coming in and out. You may see a lot of boxes coming in and out. Um, Tom's taking a photo. <laughs> Tom's taking a selfie. <laughs> 
Um, so you see all these boxes moving in and out, and that's because MPEX distribution works with companies overseas to distribute product here in the States to other camera stores. So a lot of the product that you might see might actually be going to some other camera store that you could be shopping with across the country. Um, I don't think there's any secret into that, and I don't think there's anything that people don't know that we're a, we distribute Godox, we distribute Smallrig, we distribute Moza. Um, well, and like they, I think a lot of customers that walk in the door and glance past the counters into that like area yeah. in the back, and they're like they see it like overflowing with a giant. Bo- it looks like yeah. the the scene in how how the Grinch stole Christmas <laughs> with like the Christmas <laughs> presents just like toppling <laughs> over each other. Up. Yeah. Um, that business has grown so much that um, it's, you know, like I said, if you come into our learning studio, half of it's uh, warehousing currently for MPEX distribution. And then the the warehouses in the back of our building also um, handle that inventory system and staffing system for us. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of growth. And I think that we're going to see Midwest continue to grow into other spaces um, as this business continues to flourish do what it does yeah do what it do i think you know what i think is really cool about that mm-hmm. is it's it's a pretty frequent thing that's brought up when people come into the shop that they're like oh, i came from cleveland or i came from pennsylvania or indiana whatever yeah and there's no camera store in my city and yeah. you guys are the closest and would have this stuff yeah and the thing that makes me excited about what you just said is it other camera stores are also clearly doing well and yeah. have a place within their community to kind of absolutely yeah, yeah. to like help their photographers grow in the same way that we do. Yep. And if you, I would highly encourage you all shop at a local camera store. If look, if Midwest isn't your local, develop those relationships, <laughs> yeah. man. They yeah. they're good. They're there to help you. They're not there to just sling gear. If they were to do that, like. Amazon would be that. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're yeah. they're there to help you through whatever you're dealing with. And, and I, I think that's what, you know, our VP Ken always preaches and, and it's something that's absolutely true is that we're selling these things at the same price as everybody else, right? Yeah. You can buy a Sony camera on Amazon at the same price as you can buy from us. Now yeah. what's the difference? It's us. Yeah. Right? You're coming to us because you want to support a small business and you want to get the advice that comes from the experts that are employed at that small business. Yeah. So if you want to continue to see that I would highly encourage you to shop locally rather than online. Yeah. Or if you do shop online, make sure it's with a company that you, is even if you don't have anything to buy, small, like yeah. the people that we like seeing you. Yeah. Come like, show us like your chit, photos. We like chit chatting. Yeah. And show us your photos. Maybe take a look at take a lens off the shelf and play with it if you didn't think that you'd be into it and just see what you see what the hubbub's about. Yeah. So Tom, wh- let me add, let me pose this question at you, at your face. Yeah. Pose it. Pose it at your face. Um, if you if you could see Midwest do something next, what would you want to see it do? Like what 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 would if if you were steering this boat, what's the next thing you? Holy want? smokes, dude! I needed to come like ready with a proposition. No, 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 you don't. Have to. Here, I'll <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you something that we're about to do, kind of as a teaser. Since uh, do I know about this? Yeah, you know about this. I showed okay. this to you on Friday. Okay. Um, the one thing that I, that's next for Midwest that I'd like to see is something that I've been working on with uh, Ken Lewis. Um, we have recently signed up to begin a process on our website called Live Selling. And if oh, you're yeah. not familiar with this, yeah. it's a concept that when you go onto our website, there's going to be a video. Um, it's probably going to be me. Sorry. 
Um, but I'm going to be doing some live selling where I'm showing off some product. I'm asking experts about their opinions on that product. I'm showing you what it can do and how it's on sale. And if you have questions about it, you can always type that question into the chat. Or if you're interested in buying it, learning more about it and something that I'm not talking about on the video about it, you can click on the product in real time and look at the product page as the video continues to occur. What does all this mean? You can make me go away. You can just X out my box and you can not listen to me. But if you're looking to go to a website and experience somebody talking to you and educating you on the product with absolutely no pressure, they're acting as a sales, a no pressure salesperson. They're showing you what it does and they're telling you why it's important and what kind of deal you can get on it. We're installing that on our website, which is the coolest thing in it. the freaking world that yeah. we're installing a salesperson on the website. Um, so that's something that I'm super excited about. I think that's going to change the way that people shop online. Yeah. I hope, because I think it's a really cool, like, I would like to see a lot of that stuff out of the places that I shop. Yeah. So. And it seems really apl like applicable to uh, something so technical like photography. Yeah. To have people kind of clearing some of the air, like, of what you, why you're looking at this lens or why you're looking at this yeah. camera or light. Yeah. I like that. Um Really, like, I think I'm thinking about this in ways that you're kind of describing right now. And it's like, I mean, as a sales floor manager, I'm always looking for ways to connect to uh, our community and to our customers. And, and like you're saying, like, not pressured ways, but more like experiential ways to like, to, to connect with the other photographers in the community and also to try things that they may not have access to otherwise um and one of the like i mean i would love in-person events to happen oh yeah like I, you, and, me, I, you and me both dude i missed the air show this year i miss like going and doing like the crew games and mm -hmm. stuff and like let's really like can you imagine if we did something the last event that i remember doing as the sony specialist was uh the crew event with sony yep can you imagine an A1 on the sidelines and like a Oof. like right That'd like that be would amazing. be amazing. It would be so cool. Um or like Canon doing the 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 Dayton Air show like can you imagine so, like the R3 like it, it it would be amazing. It would be so cool. Um yeah, we definitely have to get back into some some like live events. Yeah, and I don't know. Like they're they're little aesthetic things, but I'm gonna treat this as kind of a stretch goal kind of thing. Yeah. I think it would be really. I've had this idea in my mind for a while now, and I've made a little like proposal to Ken at one point. But like doing some sort of photo experience park in the front lawn of our building. Oh I yeah, think would be cool. Yeah. Like having some sort of like uh, natural backdrops with. Mm -hmm. ivy or something that you could like use to pose people and try your gear out with and yeah heck like i don't think that we would maybe we would have to get to the point where you reserve those spots but like do a senior shoot out there yeah why not yeah i don't know just any any reason to get people i don't know getting their gear out more yeah and, and using it yeah, yeah for sure yeah, we'll definitely have to work on getting those live events back up. Definitely when those when those uh, spaces start to open back up for sure. The yeah. one the one place I'd like to see is you know I I recently went to I went on their their last open day of the season is the Wilds and took out a, a I've never been to the Wilds. Oh my gosh, dude. I've heard it's cool. 
I'm going to have to show you the photos. It's like it's... the Columbus Zoo's safari experience, right? Yep. yep. And there's some really cool animals they have out there. Now they have a whole carnivore section that that I believe is like the pinnacle of the trip. But yeah. they're so – getting up close to a baby rhino. Who, where else can you do that? Yeah. <laughs> N- not – I mean <laughs> – Where else can you pet a rhino? Right. So – There's not – I mean, <laughs> I need to not go this way. Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome, man. Yeah, so I, I, I want to try to figure out something. I know we've done events there before, and I want to figure out that, that out again for sure. Yeah. Yep. So, that's rad. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about Midwest photos Midwest photos history? Anything that comes to mind? Special memory? Mm, not really. Not like well, special memory. Do you want to like? I mean, I feel like it would be silly for us to not mention like the grand opening that we had in this building, right? I mean, yeah, that'd be that'd be really. Cool. I wasn't here for that though. You weren't here for that? Nope. I wasn't either. I wasn't either. Oh, man. So maybe we can't talk about <laughs> it. Because like, we had what? It, we had Gregory Holzer. Am I pronouncing his last name right? Like the oh, photographer? Gregory, Gregory Heisler? Heisler. Yes, I'm yes. sorry. No, you're good. Here, like, doing portraits for yep. people. Like, yep. Unlike then, what? Eight by ten Polaroids? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Which is a specialty. Like, I mean, what? Yeah. And I mean, if you guys don't know who Gregory Heisler, just go ahead and Google Gregory Heisler and you're going to see all of the amazing images. Or better yet. That you've seen before and didn't know they were shot by come Gregory Heisler. In, <laughs> come in and ask Sonny, Matt, I don't know, TJ. Or like anybody. We've got the book. Anybody here. I was going to say We've to bring book. out the book. Yep. And also, like, I'm pretty sure that Matt's got that saved on his phone somewhere. The yeah. portrait that it was taken of him. Yeah. I think even Bill was there for yeah, it. Moisha's yeah, Moisha's got one up in his office. Too, yeah. yeah. So That's nuts, man. Indeed, indeed. Um, wish I would have been there. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you guys send us, as a challenge this week, why don't you guys send us in your favorite memory of Midwest Photo, whether that's from the, the old store or the new store, something historical that you remember from either Stu or one of the, you know, Sonny or Casey or whomever. Send us your favorite memory and we'll feature you guys on the ground. Oh, yeah. So. Or, but, like, I would even broaden that to, like, share us your favorite experience with your local camera store. Yeah. Or do you have any old photos of the store? Like, Photos we've never seen. Yeah. We've got old photos of the yeah. store, but we've seen them a thousand times. So. Man, I hope Abdi hears this because I want to see those photos. Calling out to Abdi. Or even Tariq. I bet Tariq's got some of Abdi's negatives I'm somewhere. Sh- I'm sure he does. I'm yeah. sure he does. All right, Tom. Well, that about wraps us up. Bada bing. You can always listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can find us on social media at Two Weird Camera Beards or at MPEX underscore photo underscore video. And you can also send us your images or questions to our email at Two Weird Camera Beards at MPEX.com. And a special thanks to Magical, Mystical, Wonderful, uh, yeah, great executive producer, <laughs> Matty O'Neill. Insert synonym. Insert synonym here. Um, and uh, another thank you to our audio tech and designer, Josh Applebaum. Thank you for making our voices sound wonderful and doing all of the graphic design for us here. Uh, thank you, President of Midwest Photo, Moisha Applebaum, VP of Midwest Photo, Ken Lewis. Without the two of you, uh, I don't think that Kevin and I would be able to sit here and ramble about cool things like we do uh on a pretty regular basis so thank you moisha and ken for letting us do that um yeah thanks kevin thanks tom and thank you listeners 
<laughs> I don't know why I got into my <laughs> NPR bit there, but thank you guys. Thanks. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.